Hello and welcome to Series 2 of the Ubalad Records podcast. We've been away for a little while, but we're back and we're in full force. We are back for good. And uh, over the next series of the Ubalad Record podcast, we've got more Swindon bands, more live music and more live interviews through this wonderful creative media that we use called the podcast. <laughs> Indeed, yes. Well, first of course, though, we're going we're gonna to focus on the gig on the 8th of May, where we heard from the Alphonse. At the Pullen Gate. It said, um, playing tonight, it said the Alphonse, and they spot our name wrong. <laughs> so we'll hear more from their full interview, which we uh, we spoke to them on the 8th of May. And of course, the 8th of May was the day of the Ubalad Records gig at the 12 Bar, yep. in, in aid of Pause Break Riot's EP launch. Correct. Um, was so they came down true. with the paddocks, and yep. the, the Alphonse were there to do a DJ set, and they did one. It was a belting set. It was. I think the weather played a part against us. It did. It was possibly the hottest day of the year. It was to date. Absolutely baking weather. And everyone was, you know, even the people that were there were out in the garden as, as, as much as they could be. But thanks for those who came down. And yep. I'm sure they are, you know, not disappointed because the no. paddocks played an absolutely belting set. And Paul's Break Riot were brilliant as always. We were able to hear some of the paddocks because we, we fired a bit of their music on, uh, which Gordy's going to play now. With the paddocks. Damn right. My first thoughts are I hope they took the afternoon off when they came up with those lyrics. Yeah, I think I think they did actually. I, I do. I think. But I think that's what makes it so good, isn't it? You don't even need to know the songs to be able to sing along. It's laugh that great along. kind of fun, loving, almost Britpop that we have. Yeah. It's kind of like a new reinvented Britpop going on, and they're similar to like the two one one kind of Britpop yeah. kind of just throw it out there. Go out drinking with your friends and enjoy live music. Yeah. I mean, that's what it says to me. Is it Bosley? That- nope, it's Ben from the Purple Streams is in the paddocks. Sorry, I get these people confused. But but, but he's such a he's such a character on stage. Isn't oh he? yeah, yeah. You know, like I said, it wasn't a packed gig, but you know, he still he still gave it his all, didn't he? he gave it all that all that he had to give, and 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 they put in a great performance. I feel like it's almost the rebirth of the front man because. I think it's something that's missing in music nowadays. Is a good frontman. Yeah. I think it's a rebirth coming on. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, no, to an extent, I think you've got a good point. So, so they started the night off, and they they did a, a blind job of starting the night off. And it goes like this. It does. So, tell me the history of the paddocks, because how did they come about? Uh, They've been around, I'd say, a couple of months now. I've played probably about six to seven gigs, I think. Um, they kind of met a college through college, and they won the Battle of the College Battle of the Bands, sorry, the new College Battle of the Bands, in the same week. Um, was that the day before our That was the day before, so, so that was Wednesday. the 7th of May. Right. And they won that, and they beat a metal band. Not that I don't like metal band, but I believe they have a history of winning these kind of events, and therefore it's good. I think that shows the way that music is going in this country. So it was good country, for them. You're talking about the country in general, Golly. Country from, in from general. From a new college battle of the bands in yeah, Swindon. Because if you Keep it at, in perspective. If you look at how big the Baby Shambles were, and, you know, similar kind of music, that kind of Britpoppy bounce. When, when yeah. was the last metal track you heard? 
When was the last junky metal band frontman you saw locked in prison that got out early? I don't know. But, but exactly. before we talk about Paul's Break Riot and hear a little bit from their set, which was which was equally as blinding, um, I think it's worth worth mentioning the conversation we had with Dave, who owns was, yeah, the, the Vic absolutely. and uh, the Twelve Bar, because he told us a really piece of interesting news about the Swindon Mecca, which is the old bingo hall near Swindon College. Yeah, by Rudy's. Now I didn't even know. I we didn't even with foxes as well. Let me get the yeah, foxes. Fox. <laughs> you may the landmark of Swindon. Aware of these gentlemen's entertainment venues but I, I honestly couldn't even think about where the place was having thought about it it's it's quite a good place for a venue at the top yeah, of town absolutely nice and near you know easy parking if you're that, that the way the acoustics are good he said because it used to be an old theatre yeah. and apparently it's really nice inside yeah, isn't yeah. it and it's only it's only to be there for five years because the yep, council have got actually bash it down, it down and then they're going to turn it into the cultural sector of Swindon yeah so so I would hope that the last gig there before it's knocked down they tear the arse out of the place. it will be trashed but, yeah. but the way Dave was talking Talking, they wanted to sort of make it into the sort of venue that's going to rival maybe like the Oxford Academy. Yeah, or it's because he said it's Austin Hall in Bristol, two thousand capacity. So you're talking about getting your bigger bands in there, the likes, yeah. of like because you know the bands that we have them at the Oasis, the Kooks, Ash, many a moon ago. Oh, um, Zootons. Zootons, yeah, yeah, they all played there. So there are some names starting to get, I suppose, Swindon in amongst their gig dates between maybe Bristol and Oxford. Oxford yeah, and I think I think that's good. So having a proper venue like that rather than a badminton hall yes. in the oasis which yes. a suitable venue as it may sound it's probably not quite the same as having a proper venue such no. as the the bingo hall there so i, I think that's really positive news i'm sure i we'll think it's a bit brilliant more. i think it's a cracking idea and i i wish dave the best of it I think yeah well he'll, he'll obviously do well he'll obviously you know he 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 will make the best of it, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. All the people that could buy the place or, or rent or whatever. He is the one you'd doing, like to give it to. You would. You'd, you'd, you'd put your money on him, wouldn't you? The revamped website is going to be up and ready very shortly. Yep. We've paid money now, guys. We have paid an extra £4.99 a month. And what that means is we can embed little things like yeah. YouTube videos yeah. and players. And most people listening probably don't care, but if they do care, then they should go to the website and they should enjoy it. It's the, going to rival YouTube, quite frankly, it's, isn't it? It's the it's new interactive YouTube. media right. that it will support. Well, let's hear Paul's Break Riot now before we waffle any further. Absolutely. Just play us some of their gig. We used to do it like, now we do it like. We used to do it like, now we do it like. We used to do it like, now we do it like. We used to do it like, now we do it like. was pretty much a, a good representation of how the gig went, wasn't it? It was. I, I love Portsmouth. I think they're cracking. They make me chuckle. They're a fun-loving band, they are. Uh, in many ways, you can kind of say it's kind of nothing really new, but that doesn't really matter because it's it's, it's, it's fun. fun. Yeah. That's right. Um, it and reminds they, me a bit like Goldie looking chain versus, yeah. you know, like... A bit of dance, it's quite nice to have because there's only the two of them, and one's there on on his keyboards, and the, the other's yeah. What's do you know any of their names? You... Bosley and Dave, right? Dave Rave, I believe. Oh, if you want a technical term so you, for he's him. from Ragdoll Girl, isn't he? Yeah, yeah. They both used to be members of Ragdoll Girl. Right. Bosley is still the member of both. I see, uh, and Ragdoll Records still exists because that's does. kind of how they're they're putting out their EP. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and and uh, you know, it was a nice way of, of finishing the night. Yeah, absolutely. It was 
fun loving, definitely. And they make a lot of noise for just two of them, to be honest. Some of the samples he's got on these little. And of course, with the samples and that, it does have that sort of tight sound to it, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. As you can hear there, and he's and you know, especially putting the guitar over it. I feel as though at this point we should mention mention Dave Young's laser. Oh, of course. Because yeah, it was yeah, like yeah. it was the highlight of my evening, quite oh, possibly. How excellent was that? It was just like a little techno. For laser. those who weren't there, yeah, the twelve bar has made an investment and a wise investment indeed in a laser at the back of the room in the sound box um, oh and he, when he broke it out during the sort of couple of songs towards the end it was amazing yeah it was the, brilliant the venue just became alive with laser it, it, it was almost became like a, an illegal rave in someone's back garden did. with that, that mega 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 white thing yeah, laser. It's brilliant. Now, I don't know how often he's going to get to use that. I don't see there being a massive demand he's for it. He's got the mystery jets there in a few yeah, weeks. Yeah, I don't know. Don't know if, or like you know, they had in his loft. There. I don't think it would fit very well in there. No, set. it wouldn't really go with it, would it? I can see focus there. But of course, the other highlight of the evening on the May the eighth was uh, at the Alphonse, and they did an absolutely blinding set from their laptops. Yeah, they each did a, a set themselves with their own music. And the most, and the most entertaining thing for me was that Dave, who was doing the sound on the night. He showed Sam where the controls were on the desk, and he said, look, there's your high frequency, there's your low frequency, there's your overall gain. And Can we have that in English, please? On the, on the mixing desk, there were two buttons, there were the two EQs. Yeah, well, what's high frequency? I mean, nothing to me. The, the high and the low. The, the, the was it, can you turn it in terms of bass and treble or something? Yeah, that's it, bass and treble. Thank you. So he was that's there. what I wanted. All right. None of this high frequency So he, was, he showed him these knobs on the, on the mixing desk. He showed him his knob? <laughs> he showed him his what? Good God, well, that's maybe he did that to you later on. Good Lord. But the, but the funniest thing was, at that point, at that point, the mixing desk became an instrument. <laughs> Because it did, yeah, absolutely. Every, he just like it was literally <laughs> bo, bo, raving bo, bo, bo. with brilliant. the EQ settings. Yeah, and there's some footage that we will put on the website on the newly reinvented 499 website. But we did get a little interview with them, and you're going to hear that uh, now. We started because because they've been on a tour. They have, yeah, uh, recently a big UK tour in Camden Market. I think they went. To. Did they go to Barfly? I'm sure they've been to Barfly. Well, they certainly went to the uh, Dublin Castle, as they start by by telling us about that, um, and then a few other venues. But I think, I mean, on the whole, I got the impression they were quite disenfranchised by it maybe they felt they weren't at the right stage of their career to be embarking yeah, on that yeah. kind of tour but here it is so like I said we started by just asking them to, to tell us about their tour Hey, Dublin Castle um, Oxford Bristol. and the Vic wasn't it, it was the last yeah. oh yeah, 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 yeah. Was a blinding yeah. night with rats through my brain what was the highlight of the tour I think that probably the the Brexit, Brexit, yeah. really yeah. So yeah. you travelled the length and breadth of the UK, yeah, but there's no, no, there's no reason. Nowhere <laughs> better than the Vic. <laughs> yeah. nah. The Mono Water Rats really, was really good. Oh, yeah. Nice venue, really nice venue, yeah, yeah. but they weren't going to let us play. The, yeah, yeah, the, the, um, the guy who sorting out the night was like, if you don't bring enough people, then we won't let you play. And we were told like, about it. We were the what? first what? of seven bands. <laughs> <laughs> seven bands. This is the Water Rat. Yeah, 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 we were yeah. on our belt. It was a, re- a really good know. venue, and he was, he was all right. He, was, he wasn't No, he wasn't. No, he was. It was a fair thing, but he just hadn't told us that we had to bring people. We were naive. We just thought... No, 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 we did play. We just brought up dolls along to make it look like people. So you, you've had a bit of a, a break for what the last month or two? Yeah, you know, not really. A, I wouldn't say a break. Break for it was a, a break calming from gigging, session. A break from gigging. Yeah. yeah, we've been writing loads. Like. We've probably been more busy like no, these past been. months yeah. than before. To be honest. So like, are we looking at another EP? Are we possibly? Or not sure yet. No. Our next sure. next re- another release obviously. Is, yeah. The shuffle in August. We're not playing in Swindon until then, so hopefully we'll have like a whole new set. Yeah, excellent set. Yeah, and obviously play some of the new old ones, I, Im- I imagine. Unless yeah. you write some 
crackers. So if you were to say you had like some classics that will always be in your set, what would they be? I always like Summer Sun. I always like playing Willis as well. Willis, yeah. Yeah. Willis, Summer Sun. Light of Day, I reckon, is always good. good So it would be your top three, if you were. Like the stuff we've written already. It's not finished, but it's better than them. It's a new classic. Yeah, you've got to develop. It's just the way it is, man. Yeah, man. Yeah, yeah, man. Yeah, you gotta like move on. <laughs> and you're still managing to pack out your gigs. Still the, the thronged masses coming to oh, see yeah, you. Everyone. It's not yeah. tailing off. I have to say, Wembley was probably the yeah. best. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Wembley was good. We played the bull and getting us one person. <laughs> <laughs> one person. It started off with one person there. No, two people. Adam's dad. Yeah, my dad and the sound guy. Yeah. Did you get any? Did you get any feedback? There's lots of like industry people in. Like goes to London gigs, probably like half the people there are industry people, really. Um, the thing with industry people, it's like London's just a big industry fest. And yeah, it's been you don't want to play there until you're ready um, to. You want to do, or you want to yeah, do something. You wanna do, yeah. Until you want to get that interest and you want to move in that in those circles, you don't want to play London. Do you not feel you're at that stage then? You think it's too early? I think, I think it's, so. Yeah, we're, we're getting there. I think it's right. We got to write a load of blinding songs. Yeah, there's more there. important stuff to be done first. Everyone's got this big like picture of London being amazing, and like everyone wants to play there. But, but then you turn up and there's actually no one there. There's no one there. And you'd be better off playing at the it's, it's annoying because they got such good venues, but unless you're a big band, I think they get the ven- the venue itself, the like oh, quality of the venue is how they get people at the to play. Bull and Gate. It said um, playing tonight. It said the Alphonse, and they spelled our name wrong. <laughs> they filmed it all. It was good, and then they w- they said, "Oh, if you want a copy, that's fine. Just see us at the end." So we went and saw them at the end, and he was like, "Oh, yeah, if you want that on video, that's fifty-five quid." <laughs> <laughs> it's like if you want it on DVD, it's ninety or something. Yeah. <laughs> and the drummer of the headline band oh, made us pay eight, eight quid pound to when he was drunk it, and he lived in. In Camden, <laughs> you used junkie, you charged yeah, yeah. eight quid. Yeah, it's that's typical London. It was such a, it was oh, such a annoying no. game. It's worth doing. Experience. Think. Yeah. So no, no plans to do it again in the future. Oh, well, no, definitely, definitely <laughs> do it again no, in the future. Not, but not. not I would, there's more important, important things to be doing. We want to build up a reputation around Bristol and Bath and oh, Car- like not Cardiff. Since the last time we spoke to you, about six to eight months ago, what differences do you think there are in yourself as a band and in your set now? I um, think the songs that we're writing now. Are definitely a lot better. I think they're more unique, yeah. aren't they? Yeah, it's like less. Like we were really good at we were before we were really really good at like copying someone. Yeah, we can copy someone really well. Yeah, we're all singing now. And there's more harmonies. And yeah, stuff yeah. Going they on. are it's the Alphonse rather than yeah. being. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Sounds like Fratellos yeah. or whatever. It's a lot more. Which I think is a good thing. Yeah, but you know, I think you need to do that. And we we're singing in our own before. accents. We're not like <laughs> trying to be normal. <laughs> like, oh, that pisses me off so much. That was the Alphonse there. <laughs> As usual, a lively and entertaining interview. But what we're going to talk about finally before we go is two gigs that are forthcoming. Absolutely. First is on the 20th of June, 2008. What day of the week is it? That's no good to anybody, is it? Any- I believe it's a Friday, Mr. Boast. Thank you. I believe they're all Fridays from well, now on. Well, that's good. Okay. So you've decided to stop doing midweek events because they're crap. <laughs> yeah. Hello, bloody Louia. 20th of June yep. uh, it's a Friday yep. it's the Paddocks again yep. now I did say to Gordy why are we putting the same band on don't get me wrong they're good the reason is because unfortunately a band dropped out yeah of the EP release with PBR if never dropped out and the Paddocks kindly stepped into the breach so they're stepping with in again a couple of weeks notice oh I understand no, no, no. This, is, this is their proper scheduled gig on the 20th ah, of June right. this is what we'd organised with them and the, the, the PBR one was a, was a little favour for right. us well, thanks for outlining f- yeah. that to me and the audience that's good the new socials and from uh, Cheltenham they are Ragdoll Girl yep that'll be the first Ragdoll Girl 
with their new lineup. Excellent. With extra people with like keys and everything. So oh, it's going to be a belter. And uh, the final uh, other thing is the seventeenth of July. I think this is going to be an absolute spank. The world it will be set on fire. This is the kind of one where you drag everybody along. Yeah. Talking code. Yep. Dead World Leaders. Have we played Dead World Leaders? No, we I haven't played. We have. You're going to hear Dead World Leaders on the next podcast because Absolutely. you'll be closer to the date. Dead World Leaders, where are they from? Leeds, isn't it? Sheffield. Sheffield, somewhere up north. Yeah, because uh, one of them is the brother of Andy Nicholson, who used to be the bassist of the Arctic Monkeys, and he's the bassist in this band. So we're talking big stuff here. We are talking and pros. Well, we heard of these. Did they, did they, did they, they sent to... us a demo, yeah. Right, yeah. and we, I downloaded all the stuff off iTunes. Excellent stuff. And then to finish that night off, Flame Grilled Chinchillas. Yep. From Swindon, gonna be a cracker. That's the seventeenth of July, so keep that date free. But before yep. that, remember the twentieth of June, and they're both Fridays, so you don't need to worry about having to get up on the Friday unless you're like me and Gawley and have to work stupid hours of the week, like on Saturdays. Yes. Another story. I think it's a nice sunny day, so I think we're going to go outside and enjoy the weather as we as we bring this to you. So, uh, thank you for listening and goodbye. Goodbye indeed. Uberladrecords.co.uk. Remember for the new revamped website. Revampaged. Here we go.